0: Welcome to Carson Chatter, a podcast focused on Carson City, the people who shape it, and the real estate that defines it. I'm Sina Lloyd, Carson City Library Director, and I'm here with my co-host. Hi,
1: I'm Garrett LaPierre, local realtor with Century 21 Jim Wilson Realty. In addition to another great guest interview this week, we have our weekly segments, Community Connections, and LaPierre's Corner.
0: Stay with us, and we'll be right back.
1: And recorded by Eric Carson City Local and his band, the Whiskey Heroes. You can or your other social media. We want to thank you for putting together the music for us. Welcome back to this week's segments. We're going to jump into community connections. And last week, Sina, we talked um, about the Blue Line Trail. Can you tell me more about what that is?
0: So, the Blue Line Trail is the Kit Carson Blue Line Trail, and it is a 2.5 mile path um, that bears Kit Carson's name, and it has 43 landmarks running through Carson City's residential district. There's um, maps that are available at the Carson City Visitors Bureau, as well as the ability for you to download an app, and it's the Visit Carson City app. There's a lot of different information on this app. There's places to play, places to stay, places to eat, and places to shop, which are absolutely important and um, something that people who live in Carson City can use as well as visitors to Carson City. So along the Kit Carson Blue Line Trail, one of my favorites is the home in which um, Samuel Clemens or Mark Twain stayed in with his brother, um, and that is number six on the map, and that was in 1864. Um, So it has a really, really good and interesting um, history of Carson City, and that will show you really what Carson City was made out of.
1: Lots of history on this Blue Line Trail. Ton of history.
0: Okay, so where am I? Where's the best place for me? Like, if I wanted to search for real estate on the internet, what would what would I be doing? What do I need? Where do I need to go?
1: That's a great question. Um, People love to to search um, real estate on the internet. Whether they're searching for a new place that they may be interested in buying, whether they're trying to find out what their home's worth or what their neighbor put their house up for. Searching real estate on the internet has become the thing to do. People come to me now as a real estate agent and they know more about a neighborhood or a particular piece of property um, than I do right off the bat because it's so easy to find this stuff via the internet now. Um, I'm going to plug my own website and tell you that sellingcarsoncity.com is the best place for you to go and search for real estate. Um, if you go to the top you'll see a button that says search for homes. Um, there's a quick little sign-in form that all you need to put in is your name and your email uh, and I promise you I will not unundate you with, uh, with advertisements for myself or, or bug you about uh, um, uh, trying to use me as your agent. I want this to be a place for you to be able to sign up and uh, be able to search for real estate very easily quickly and without a bunch of hassle from a salesperson. So that's a great place. Obviously, Realtor.com um, is the, is the um, website that's owned by the National Association of Realtors. So us realtors together all have ownership in that website. Um, and I find that to be the most up-to-date information that's out there, minus my website. My website actually pulls directly from the Northern Nevada Regional MLS, uh, and it is updated every 30 minutes. Um, There's also a feature to find out what your home is worth, Um, so all I need to know is an address and please leave some comments if you've done upgrades and added amenities to it and what I do is I generate a very nice report that's somewhere around 25 pages long and that will give you a great idea of what your home's worth and what homes are selling for in your neighborhood as well. Um, We are going to be right back in in just a minute with this week's guest who is Ryan Green from the Carson City School Board. All right, we're back with Ryan Green, this week's guest. Ryan is a school board member for District 4. Thanks for coming on the program, Ryan.
2: You bet. I'm happy to be here.
1: Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you came to uh, run for the school board.
2: Well, um, to start, I, I guess uh, about me, I'm, I, I was born here in Carson City, and I grew up here, and, and uh, um, I moved away for work for a bit, and then uh, I chose to come back. So <laughs> uh, this really is my community of choice. But uh, right. then uh, uh, school board-wise, um, two years ago, I guess it was now, or three uh I read in the paper when it was time to file mm-hmm. for candidacy. Uh it was you know, there'd been like a week or something in and nobody had filed for the district I was living in. Gotcha. And uh and that bothered me. Right. <laughs> I I uh I literally I, I called my wife and I said, Well if nobody else is willing to do it then I I'm I gonna have step up. To, yeah, there's 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 no way around it. Um and so, uh, and, and at that point, I would also, or I always try to do some form of volunteering. I have a, my own little hourly limit or time frame that I want to do, you know, just in life. And uh, I thought, you know, uh, also there, it was a confluence of a bunch of factors, but it was also a time in my life where I felt like uh, it was time to get more involved. Uh, there's only only so much complaining you can do until you need to start doing more. Uh, and uh, Fire others too, because right. that's what you need is, is uh, a community to right. be involved in. So, uh, so I threw my name in the hat and and uh, it was off and running from there.
1: And and uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right that it takes a village to make this thing work. Um, and and the school board is one of those thankless jobs where you know people will tell you when when they think you got it wrong, <laughs> but when you do good stuff, they're not they're not as quick to, to you know pat you on the back and and, and tell you a good job. Mm-hmm. I think, just just my personal opinion, one of the things that makes Carson City stand out and one of the things I talk about in my day-to-day business selling real estate is our school district is awesome. We have mm-hmm. a great school district. We have great schools, um, and, and and that's a big draw, you know, for family age, um, for people with with family age children, um, to to be able to know that hey, I, it doesn't matter whether I live on the east side of town, the west side of town, I'm going to be able to to send them to a good school, um, and we have a few charter schools and things like that as well. So there's mm-hmm. some options. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what tell me about campaigning for for the school board and, and that process and and what you liked about it and and what was tough
2: well i thought um initially when i when i because i knowing nothing of it i'd never even considered running for an office uh, i thought all right well um so i went down i filed and uh and then it, i woke up the next day and it became very real <laughs> that i was i needed to do some things and so uh uh, i i thought to myself I thought you know what normal i felt i feel approachable and i, I feel like uh, i could carry conversations with people and stuff um, and, and lead and, and things like that of that nature but but you <laughs> you never realize uh, until you're actually running in a campaign uh, how hard it is and i couldn't imagine i mean this is school board in Carson City i couldn't imagine some of these other folks it's uh, and people do and I, I genuinely always wanted them to approach me ask me questions anytime call me um, but you, you think you're always ready but you're not right. you know and, and, and it's the it'll be the worst time I have kids you know and it, it, you're, I'm trying to parent or or just some days we're not in the right mood you know and um, but uh, I it's part of the process that I genuinely enjoyed too though because it, it was a constant reminder of, of why I love life, uh, and and how important it is uh, for us to get involved. Because every everybody does care. They have different levels of, of participating and showing. Um, but it, I I like it when they would question me or or, or right. you know try to get my opinion because they're they're informing themselves and adding. To our community voice, and so okay. um, it, it just reminded me of, uh, and it still does, even on the board now, of of the feel we have here, uh, and and how how much how important this community is to people. Correct.
1: Well, and, and there's nothing, you know, there's no topic, you know, in, in being, a, being a parent, myself, and my daughter will be three years old here in a couple of weeks. You know, when you're not a parent, it's tough to, you know, kids are important and all that stuff, but once you become a parent, you know, I know for me, the light, the, the light went on or the, or the switch flipped to where I really cared about, you know, where do we, where do we rank in education? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what kind of education is, 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 is my daughter going to get? Um, so when you're talking about people's children and their future and their education, you know, people become yeah. passionate about that oh, and, and excited about that. And them. they and they
2: should, you know, I, I think uh, that that is one of my, I know we'll get to some of this stuff, uh, not to sidetrack too much, but uh, that is one of my goals, and, and, and we're we're trying to do it with our newest strategic plan um, that hasn't been fully adopted yet, but we're we're in the final steps, and um, I've brought it up uh, a few times now in, in my tenure so far is uh, we I want I think right now we know what we have mm-hmm. in this community and I, I think we are proud of it and happy but I don't know that we have a gravitational pull yet correct I don't I'm not sure that, that folks are um, when they're you know I have a cousin who was in him and his wife and kids were in Southern California and they decided they didn't want to be there and the whole US was in play Right, and and they ended up going to uh, Texas, a suburb outside of, of Dallas. Okay, and they went there specifically for the schools and the housing costs, and because uh, their jobs were portable, they could do wherever. And uh, I I want to be like that. Right. I want people to say, I want to move there with my family and raise my kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I believe we have that here. That's why I chose that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that. We have that gravity yet, though, out outward yet. Correct. Um, and so, and and it needs to be homegrown too. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not an advocate of going out and begging folks. You know, uh, I think it would be best if, if, if they uh, there's some genuine discovery and uh, personal advocacy yes. for, for our community. And that's that's when it's real. Correct. Well, nothing's
1: better, you know, from the business standpoint, nothing's better than a referral. You know, one of your past clients telling somebody else that, hey, you know, go, Mm -hmm. go use Garrett. Same kind of thing. Nothing's more powerful than a parent telling another parent. Let me tell you about my experience here at the school district, and it mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, or let me tell you about my experience with this teacher or that principal. Um, I know when I have clients that are thinking about Washoe County um, or Carson City, I always highlight the school district, especially mm-hmm. between those two counties. And um, and you know that's a good example of a, 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 a well ran school district and one that could use some improvement. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 there's people who that that becomes serious for people and having a gravitational pull. Not only does that help the school district and, and and get you guys involved in more grants and more recognition and, mm-hmm. and, and and wanting, you know, you get teachers that come here and go, man, I want to be a part of this. Right. I want right. to work here, um, but but it also helps real estate values. It helps. Oh, yeah. it, it helps the whole city. You know, in general, you know, taxes yep. don't have to be raised because property taxes are going up. You know. It, that that's one of those things a school district and and how well it does can raise the tide for every single
2: person mm-hmm. and I think uh, uh, where it, where it's real evident is you know unfortunately Nevada we get lumped in on these national statistics with schools and stuff but yeah. but uh, we and, and I don't want to say that Clark County or Washoe County does a poor job this what we're doing here isn't about that but um, but we get weighed down. And they have their own issues, and they're very large districts, and, mm-hmm. and, and there's there's a lot of factors that are outside of their control. Correct. Uh, what is special about Carson City, though, is some of those factors that, that are outside of their control that, that, that do affect their numbers, their graduation rates, and their, their student success rates, uh, we actually, in this community, mimic, or in, in, in certain respects, uh, actually have higher... Um, Amounts of let's say um, we have a high transiency rate uh, versus say Douglas County, okay. where our, our uh, free and reduced lunch uh, percentage of children is comparable to Washoe and Clark County, or or more, um, mm-hmm. uh, and our uh, IEP our, our uh, students that, that have spe- students with disabilities who need special learning plans. Right. Uh, we actually have the highest out of Washoe, uh, Washoe County and Clark County and and why all these things are are important is is those those are barriers to children receiving an education Correct. Um, Yet our graduation rates our success rates are far above Clark County and Washoe County So in effect, we're we are doing more with less and and it's because of our staff And the people that we have in place because at the end of the day The way our state funding works is we all get the same pot of money. They, they give us per pupil expenditure so if we have 100 pupils and Washoe County has 100 pupils we're both getting the same amount they're getting a per pupil so it works per capita essentially and so um, we are having higher success with the same demographics uh, and and doing more with it and and that really speaks volumes to our community and our culture to to ensure that that these kids get through exactly because they deserve the opportunity
1: Every child deserves that opportunity, no doubt about it, and that's something to be proud of, right there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's something oh, yeah. to, to you know really pat yourself on the back and hang your hat on. So, what's been the biggest? Um, what's been the biggest challenge thus far? Um, once you became a board member, and then I want to ask you, what's been the most exciting thing?
2: <laughs> the uh, well, I let me start with the with the the most exciting thing because it's it's always better to start with the positive. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> For me, I, I think the the most exciting part now, with a little bit of time in, is is there are some instances where I feel like I I actually helped, Right. where I I made an improvement, um, and, and that's you know it's self gratifying, but at the same time, and the same values I'm trying to raise my kids with is is giving, mm-hmm. you give, uh, donate your time, donate. Your money, whatever you can do, I think time is the best thing you can give anybody, somebody, everything. Great. Um, and 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 that's important not only because you are helping outwardly, but it's gratifying uh, to yourself. And and so I think I think now there there have been uh, some things that I can can look at and say, I, I think I made a difference. And you know that that wasn't the point of running, um, but. It, it's nice to receive some feedback and, and so okay. uh, that that's been really neat up to this point um, challenges I quite honestly our, our district is doing well right. um, I think if if you had my fellow board members in here the superintendent they would all tell you though I'm not I'm just not personally happy with doing well right right <laughs> I want success okay. uh, I want uh, i'm just i'm like that to myself uh in all facets of life um to a fault maybe um but but we'll never if if we're just happy with doing well and being good Mm -hmm. then that's what we're going to be if we want to be great then sometimes we have to get nitpicky right and so um there hasn't been obstacles I, i think everybody is is on board and with me there um i i think it's uh uh i i think as far as the dynamics of the board um just my personal dynamics I might be a a more harder uh more hard driver than than they've had in the past at at times um but there's been other there we we currently have other board members who are uh very uh um have a high level yeah they advocate for we all do that's why we ran we advocate for we all have our our uh things that we want, you right. know, and so um, our visions are, are like, I think, I believe that uh, growing up here and living here, mm-hmm. I feel like I am the community. Right. And so, so going back to campaigning, I was endorsed by the Republican Party and the Democratic Party in, in Carson City. Awesome. And it's a nonpartisan race. It's not supposed to matter. Right. But the reality to me is, is that means that they... What I'm, my message, they both understood mm-hmm. and agreed with, and and that, that, is what I'm supposed to do is represent the community, correct, and and so uh, with that, I, I feel comfortable advocating <laughs> when it's time to advocate, right
1: one well, and, and and having that competitive personality and 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 wanting to to do better and, and set that expectation level high nothing wrong with that whatsoever and and um, that's the only way that you get those real gains is, mm-hmm. is to be able to do that mm-hmm. like you said being complacent and, and you know this is good enough now nah, let's, let's let's do right. better right so um, what yeah, I, I know I know this is something I've talked about, something that, that I've talked about with other people as well. Do we need another high school? Is, do, you, do you think we're getting to that point where that's going to come up?
2: Well, probably um, a little-known secret or fact, it's not a secret, uh, <laughs> is, we, is we have two high schools. Correct. We actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, most folks, especially those of us who grew up here, I still don't think of that because, because for most of us, there was Carson High School, and then there was an opportunity school. Correct. Um, And but now we have Pioneer High School, which is not an opportunity school. Correct. It is. It is. It is also where Carson Online is hosted. Also. So, so if you're a student in this community going into high school or in high school, you actually have three high school options. Our preference is that you go to one of the fixed sites, though. But Carson Online is an option. Uh, most of the, the students that do th- that a heavy workload within the online portion uh, are actually like athletes like skiers or we, have, we do have some, some phenomenal kids coming out of this community that, that quite literally their schedule doesn't fit within the normal high school format. Um, Carson High School is your traditional high school uh, it, it, that we all know and that the uh, television shows have glorified for years, you know. Um, and then Pioneer uh, really presents a fantastic option for kids that, that maybe don't, they're not in a normal high school, right. and, it, and it's very important now. You know, you, we used to just try to shove every kid into the one mold, Yes, and that doesn't work. You know, for years and years in America, we weren't increasing graduation rates. We're, at times, are getting worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so at some point, you have to look at yourself and your delivery model. You know, you can't just blame kids and parents all the time. And, and, and so I think in, in this community, we've done a good job of responding to that. And, and what uh, Mr. Zona does at Pioneer High School, they have much smaller class sizes. Um, they have uh, one really good example. They have yoga as one of their classes. Nice. He, uh, Mr. Zona, could show you the data. 100% of the kids that start their day in that yoga class mm-hmm. do better in all their studies. Than all the other kids, right? You know, and that and that's not necessarily a traditional high school model. When you go tour, I'll go tour and walk around that campus with them, and, and it's more free. Uh, the kids can move around and listen uh, to the teacher. There, there's there's a, a different delivery method that that these kids need. They can't sit in a uh, a stadium style classroom or a, you know the the normal methods of teaching and just have it spoon fed to them. It doesn't work for them, and Correct. so. Uh, they've responded with this, and, and uh, it's worked well. He's, he's brought the graduation rates there. Uh, I think it was like five years ago or so, they were in the about 38% graduation rate. To, I want to say last year they got up to, they're like 70%. That's awesome. To, yeah, it, it, in, a, in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. an incredible yep. gain, uh, and, and it's all because... Uh, one as a whole we're doing this district-wide we call it the learner centered model right and, and what that means is the student comes first uh, and, and we we say that all the time um, not just here everywhere but I think I think what we're doing here in our schools is, is we're, we're genuinely meaning it and responding to it so so every child the if, if they start to slip they're, they're monitored very closely if they're not catching something in a lesson plan, there's immediate interventions to ensure that they don't miss that step. Because it used to be uh, your parents might not even know until the quarter report card Correct. Or, or halfway or a few weeks in, and, and you're already way past that concept you missed. Mm-hmm. And we know that failed, these students. So now uh, we're following much closer. Uh, the parents also have access that quickly, and they're able to, uh, as soon as the teacher is able to see, did the... And then investigate. Did did they not understand a portion of this? Were they absent? You know, were they, and then we we've we've compelled their teachers to uh, take the time to ensure that they stay up. Right. Uh, and and so that bringing it back to Pioneer with the smaller class sizes and uh, some other creative interventions they've done, um, they these these kids that maybe weren't as successful uh, are. And then the ones that are successful um, are just really blowing the doors off everybody. So uh, it, it, it's very good. So as far as two high schools are concerned, at the moment, we're fine. We, we do have some, as you know, some building projects coming, and yep. we, we just simply have to wait and see. Right. Um, I think when we were in high school, uh, our numbers now aren't even at what they were then. And so like late 90s, early right. two thousand. So, so we do still have some room um, but I, I'm sure if, if Ms. Fuse on the uh, Carson High School principal is here she <laughs> she'd be pulling her hair out with me saying that we have room but uh, it's, you know, it's all relative. We're doing okay. Right.
1: Well, and, 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 and when, when you say there's room, I mean, you can't build a new school for 500 kids. I mean, right. you, you got to have a little bit more of, of, of a need and demand for that. Yeah. Um, I, I know when I graduated in 2000, we had somewhere around 2,300 kids. It, it was somewhere around there. And I want to say um, last year's count, I, didn't, I haven't seen this year, but last year's count was somewhere around 2,800 kids. Um, and, and I just know it was, it was packed. It was crowded. You know, yeah. And, and and being able to do that. My big fear, and this is just just me talking out there, there's no plans for this or you know, this isn't something to be scared of, but when these conversations start happening, I will certainly let my opinion know be known when that happens. My big fear is that we build another high school, because I do think that's going to happen at some point. It's probably five, ten years down the road, mm. but I do think all this growth is going to bring enough kids to, to bring that demand. Um is that we build a new high school on the west side of town and we keep that high school where it's at. Mm-hmm. And and we delineate the town from West three ninety five to East three ninety five, and and those of us who've grown up here and lived here for a long time, we know what that line means yeah. economically. Right. And, right. And and um, you know you end up having a rich high school and a poor high school. I, that's just a fear of mine. So I, I hope that when those conversations start happening, that you know the location's really take into account of what's going to happen there.
2: Yeah, I think what actually what I see is a, is a far greater possibility. Uh, and the same thing we're we're uh, we're playing in a fictitious world at this all point. hypotheticals. Um, I actually think uh, by if, if we do get to that point, and just like you said, like we're sort of like we're at capacity at a lot of our elementary schools right now, right? And we know we have developments coming in, and it and it's this this dice roll of um, weathering the storm because uh, we are a landlocked community. Correct. We're not built out. By any means but we there's only so big we can get correct and most likely what will happen to this community is it'll build out I hope not but we will um, and there will be a we'll reach a peak with our, our student base and then it'll come down to whatever level it'll be probably for a long time correct and, and so not overbuilding will be really important also mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how long my tenure on the board would be, but I don't know if I'll be there to experience it, or to, you know, be a part of that. But uh, uh, what, it, what I, I think would, I think education is going to change a lot from what we know. I, actually, I believe it needs to change a lot from what we know. Um, our, our, we're still administering this thing in a, like we're an agrarian culture. Um, the Kids don't need to be gone for summer. Uh, first and foremost, single greatest change I think we can make is have the kids in school for more hours and more days a year. Right. Uh, that's going to take the legislature. We can't dictate that. Um, but right now, we we literally, if I take you to one of the schools for the day, you will come out absolutely in shock at how busy they are. Mm-hmm. They from bell start to last bell are there's no f- extra time. And so, but yet we keep raising standards and having greater expectations. Well, at some point, you know, it's just like in, in, in your own life. If, if you, you maximize your time, you give full effort, and then once you've done all those things, then you practice more. Correct. <laughs> That's the only other way to get better at that point. Right. And uh, I, I believe we are at that point with our school system. And so with the, with the high school thing, I think we have the classic high school that, that does serve a lot of students well. I, I think what we'll end up going, and I know one of my fellow board members is, has really tried to start this conversation, is is uh, a lot of places will have tech academies or different sort of academies for kids. Um, the big things in schools right now is uh, um, STEM, or STEAM they'll call it, science, uh, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Yep. Um, I hope, and, there, and there's a bit of a groundswell of a movement, but I, I hope in the future that we can have maybe another site that offers these sections in, in, a, in, a, in a much better and broader way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and where we can take it all the way down in the middle school kids. And then, I don't know how it looks. I don't know if all the kids go to all the same sites and then go for parts of the days, or some go completely to like a, a different site where they're really hammering these things like the arts or you know um, technology-oriented more than just the classic high school. Um, or, and more than the uh, CTE programs, which are great and valuable right now. Um, but I, I think the model's gonna change by the time we get to that point from the standard delivery model. And so um, I, I think if we do have to expand, it, it might be a really good opportunity for this school to do something really progressive uh educationally right. um and and I, with a community like this and this is one of the fears in a much larger population is is control we all want some sort of control what's well, nice is this district is a really good size because as a as an end user as a um a voter and a person with kids in school or even not just a community member uh the district is accessible still you know you, you still feel like you can approach people and have a say, mm-hmm. um, but also we're, we're big enough that, uh, especially if we get to that point, we could look at uh, having a much broader offering uh, to our kids. We offer more uh, CTE programs through Carson High School than any other high school in the state, a, a wider variety. A, a child at Carson High School can, can pick from more CTE than, than any other school in the state. Awesome. And so we don't offer every CTE Mm -hmm. because, like, if you go down to Vegas, they got two million people. They have whole schools that just do CTE. Correct. But for a single site, we we offer more. Awesome. uh, Which is incredible, you know, and so...
1: Um, and and, and I, I agree with you 150% that I think that's the future of education is uh, more technology-based learning, you know, whether that's whether that's through the computer or on the computer, but on-site with, with actually having a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blown away when, when when I first knew that you could go to high school online, that you didn't mm-hmm. ever have to go to a building. I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I I have a hard enough time taking real estate, you know, continuing education classes online, let alone, yeah. you know, going and getting in high. School education that way, but I'm sure there's some people who learn well that way as well, too. So, you know, everyone's a little bit different, um, but I, I agree with you. I think the delivery and you know, what we teach kids, um, you know technology is is the thing that's taking away jobs right now it's giving jobs but it's mm-hmm. also taking away jobs mm-hmm. you know it, it's going to be a little harder certainly 10 years from now it's even harder now but 10 years from now you know getting a high school diploma and going and, and walking into a manufacturing job with no further education than that and making a, a, a good living wage and being able to retire in, in 20 2030 years right those days are getting tougher to do so you know the CT education vocational mm-hmm. training um, you know programs like the Jumping start program that you guys oh, yeah. do with WNC, that I think being able to take someone who says, I want to be in manufacturing, or I want to be in construction, or whatever that may be, right. and really focusing in on that, rather than learning about you know history and, 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 and English and things like that that you may never apply in the real world.
2: Yeah. I, I get real torn. Um, uh, part of me is classic, and, and, and then, uh, I guess old school might be a good term, and then part of me uh, does see... a a future portion too and and uh i'm sure uh, my counterparts would tell you maybe i seem manic at times but but so i I love like we we ought we do offer uh manufacturing now uh through the cte Mm -hmm. uh and it and it's new manufacturing it's not uh old school engineering on a lathe it's uh uh computer programming and 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 things of that nature learning to program the robots or the machines that are making the parts and so it, and these students are going to leave us with the ability to actually get hired. Uh, you know, just like the library here, you can come get your manufacturing—I uh, forget what they call it—certificate. Essentially, the certificate is what it's essentially. And the few folks who have actually done the program to completion here had jobs before yep. they finished. Mm-hmm. Um, That—that's how important this stuff is, and it, and it's because you you do actually need more education than Perfect. just a high school diploma. Where, where I go back to the old school part though is, is and, and even myself, so uh, I, I got all the way through high school uh, when, I, when I went to UNR for college. Uh, my first major was, was education um, and, and even two years in, I, I was sure I didn't want to do that anymore. I don't know that I'm, I'm good for the day-to-day t- actual teaching duties, right? Um, and, but I still didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up, and I was I was I guess 20 at that time. Okay. Uh, the only class I'd taken at UNR that I enjoyed was geography, so I switched to that. And uh, by even when I graduated from UNR, uh, by that time I knew I wanted to be a firefighter for my for my job, but I. I still didn't necessarily have a plan. I mean, I had an idea. Correct. And uh, so, so even all the way through a bachelor's degree, I, 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 couldn't, I, I still can't tell you what I want to do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a part of me looks at some of these programs. We get so finite uh, with our CTEs and other things that it scares me the sort of pressure that a child may feel. Uh, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old, like, I got to decide what I want to do Right now? Mm-hmm. That, that's crazy. So there are some kids that genuinely get it, and by all means, we need to get them what they need to succeed. Right. Um, but I would like it, and I've been talking to Mrs. Lewis at the high school, and, and I would like it if we can come with a scaled-back version that gets does go back to sort of the vocational mode, like we're gonna get you skills, right. so that when you do figure it out, you 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 will have these skills to draw back on, or you'll be able to say, you know what, I did that and I and I liked it, and so you could investigate it further, uh, even post high school, and so mm-hmm. and 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 we are doing that now. Um, our our school system is geared towards setting the students up for success in life right. so uh, not just to be able to go to a post-secondary education but to have a skill set where they can read and write mm-hmm. uh, and, and do the math and and things that are required of the modern work world right and uh, so you know I, that was another thing late 90s early 2000s uh, a lot of education was geared towards getting kids to college and and, and then uh, w- without even realizing it we we were chastising kids that didn't go to college, mm-hmm. because everything was geared towards you had to go to college, and that's we not that's not not most aren't meant to go to college really or to 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 go to a four-year university type school. Correct. Um, so what we're we're telling the kids now is you need to pre- be prepared to be a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. You need to realize. So in in the fire department, I worked the last two days, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I spent both of those days at work, uh, six, out, six of the hours of each of those days training right. in class. Some of it was physical training, some of it was classroom training. And then we also do online training. And then uh, when I wasn't doing that, we were responding to emergencies and I was coming back and writing reports <laughs> on those emergencies. So, exactly. I mean, in a nutshell, uh, I, I covered everything that you know, high school, or what we're trying to have these students understand that no matter what you do in life, th- this is your reality. You're yep. going gonna to have to be able to communicate uh, mm-hmm. written and orally and uh, and be able to receive new information. Yep.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that because that, that was the point I was going to make is that, you know, we get this mindset that, okay, I got my degree or I got my certificate. I'm good. I'm set. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It, it, It's a lifelong learning process. You know, whether your profession calls for it or it doesn't, yeah. you should be doing those things anyways on your exactly. own. You know, yeah. learning a new language, you know, going, you know, and, and that's why places like Western Nevada College, you know, Trucke, Truckee Meadows Community College, you know, where it's a little bit cheaper to get in. You don't have to worry about, you know, getting, you know, $30,000 a year in debt. Yeah. Uh, you you know, you can you can go get a good solid education and increase your skills, whether it's for something or it's whether it's just to be a more a more well-rounded person. Yeah, I think that's a very important thing to do.
2: Yeah, you know, um, in this day and age, and that's WNCs are really a gem in this community. Mm-hmm. Um, the value, the return on your investment from what you can get there mm-hmm. is far greater uh, than what you'll drop it. it Probably even a local state university, uh, uh, with the exception of a few majors. Um, but you take nursing, for instance, it, your, your return on investment getting that through WNC versus uh, UNR is is significantly more. Correct. Um, and and yeah, we <laughs> it's uh, we just need to get the kids the confidence and, and the, uh, the the realization that there's more past this point. Right. Right, and, and to get to what you want in life, you need to, you need
1: to do it. Yeah, do work. Um, I'll ask you the I'll ask you the question that we ask everybody. Well, as as we'll wrap up here, um, if there was no limits, what would be your big, hairy, audacious goal for Carson City?
2: Ah, uh, <laughs> I know, I still did not come up with an answer. Either. You know, I well, I'll just give you my my genuine personal goal. Okay. Um, and there are no limits on it. Um, and it and it goes right back to uh, my getting involved uh, running for an office and, and just trying to have a better community. I don't want to say make a better community because I don't I don't want to uh, portray that I'm going to do that we are going to do that Correct. and so so I just in my own life I ran my wife um, I hope, felt inspired and and from conversations that we had and we we both kind of decided genuinely we need to get involved and do more you know we're younger folks with with children in this community and uh offering maybe different perspectives and and we need to get involved not only so that we have a say but hopefully to inspire some other folks too because it's not like we have a lot of extra time uh you know but you give what you can and so uh i did that my wife uh was able to get appointed to the planning commission, which I'm really proud of her for doing, and um, she is uh, now now with my little geography background, background and some uh, urban planning and stuff in college. <laughs> but now I know nothing compared to what she knows. She went in uh, full force and is quoting codes and ordinances and all sorts of stuff to me now, and it's it's really funny. But I but then I've seen a ripple effect even from that. Uh, my my father uh, was just uh, appointed to the wildlife commission, the local one uh-huh. that, that helps to inform Indale. Uh, awesome. And uh, and and some other friends of ours around. Um, it, I feel like we're seeing some fruits of the labor, labor and the, and those fruits are that, that other people are inspired to get involved. Right. And and I don't I don't care if their politics are different than mine. Or, or anything about them. I want them involved and have a say, and then together, because we all have the same goal, is to have a great community. Mm-hmm. And we will find that if we communicate. And the only way to communicate is to get in the same room and talk. Exactly. And, and so it, 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 my audacious goal is that every member of this community uh, genuinely feels like they has have a say and, and has the confidence and, and knows where to go inject themselves right you know get in where you can have a good effect and 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 feel a part of it and and uh i I hope that uh we're not there uh i'm not going to say that we are i think we have a wonderful community that that is quite involved correct um but but we we need more and more and more awesome answer and i i couldn't i couldn't agree more get involved Get
1: involved, and, and, and I'm happy to have a guy like you. I mean, shoot, I've known you since what we were 12 yeah, years old, kids, and, yeah. running around the Calvo's cow, house. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, You know, you've always been a great guy, man. You know, you, you 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 older guys always looked out for us, younger guys. You know, always yeah. been always been good. Um, and I, I feel lucky to have a guy like you advocating for me and, and, and for my daughter's behalf. Yeah, thank you. Thank you betcha. And thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's wonderful. Thank you for having me. You bet. <laughs>
0: Thanks again for listening to this episode of Carson Chatter. You can subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud apps to get new episodes as they are uploaded.
1: Once you've subscribed, please leave a review as it makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Please engage with us via social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by simply searching for Carson Chatter. You can also email us at carsonchatterpodcast at gmail.com.
0: See you again soon, and please don't forget to tell a friend about this podcast.